Welcome to Couture Corner, where I talk about fashion-related topics, hosted by me, Naughty Swatch. Today, we have a very special guest. He has four albums independently released. It's a Sacramento-based artist. Yes, he sir. looks fine as fuck in person. Yes, sir. Kid Stacy. Did, did I miss anything? I think you got it. Yeah? You got it all. Okay, cool. How are you? Doing great. Doing excellent. Am I supposed to look at the cameras? I don't know. If you can look at that camera and that camera, but that camera isn't really like... You I'm going to look at this camera. What's up? If you look at that, yeah. You got to look there, not at the... Yeah. Yeah, okay. I can't tell sometimes, bro. Because like, I'm looking up there to make sure you're looking there. Alright. Well. Alright. These people don't really know you, so you got to tell them, like, where are you from? I'm from Sacramento, California, South Sacramento, born and raised, been here my whole life, that is where I'm from. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Tell me about your new album. Bipolar Love 2. Yeah. Part 2. It's obviously a part 2 of Bipolar Love, my second album, uh, my personal favorite, my personal what I think is the best. Uh, this one, I don't know, man. You guys just gotta hear it. Uh, like it's a little mixture of heartbreak, mainly heartbreak, struggles and shit with depression and shit like that. Uh, mixed with a little love and slash lust. Uh, and then yeah, and then I talk about killing people. <laughs> <laughs> what what inspired it if it's all about like depression killing people what inspired love? it heartbreak basically yeah yeah I mean basically how I found my sound was through personal experience and it developed into my uh my sound that now you know okay I found my sound from uh just Messing with music and expressing how I feel, basically. How long have you been doing music? Ah, uh, shit. Almost five years now. Five years? Damn near. Yeah, I didn't take it serious until 2019. But I was doing it in 2018, just messing around. Okay. What changed in 2019? <laughs> Heartbreak. Heartbreak? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It really like was fight or flight type moment where you were like, yeah, basically I was like, I don't know, I see potential in myself, so okay. you know, I'm like, I think I really could do this. Yeah, that fuck being sad over some bitch, right? You can yeah. like being your meat. You can go over and just make <laughs> songs about being sad. Oh and man, people listen to it, right? <laughs> yeah, if I need a bitch to make me come, I could do that myself. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty <good>, right. <laughs> So, I hear you have a sneaker collection. I've gone through all your Instagram photos, and each one you're wearing, like, Jordan or a Dunk, I believe. Yeah, kind of. Yeah? I, yeah. How, what sneakers are in your closet? My favorites are these right here, the Obsidian's ones. Okay. My personal favorite. And then I also have a pretty rare pair that not much people know about. Called storm blue ones. Look it up. That's like five hundred dollars. But I got those in the closet. Uh, what else I got? And then the the uh, the classic uh, Space Jam Elevens, Concord Elevens, Red Elevens. Classics. You know, classics. Not not so flashy and awesome, but then it still gets the job done. You know. Okay. Uh, Brad Force, mm, Infrared Sixes, can't really think of any more. Uh, oh, oh, the, the Yeezys, uh, I forgot what they call. <laughs> Is it like a Oh, oh the, uh, the, 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 uh, yeah, the 350, uh, it's, it's I think it was some cloud or some shit, I forgot. Yeah, I got Yeezys. 
Um, oh yeah, and unfortunately I have to sell my uh <laughs> my pine green Nike Dunks off white. Really sad. Really sad. <laughs> Why'd you have to sell them? Like financial stable, we like a financial issues. Like I'm like kind of broke, so I was like, gotta give it away. I got you. I also sold my university blues ones. Really sad too. You got like a lot of Jordans in there. Oh is, yeah. Is Jordan like uh, one of your favorite sneakers? Yep. Jordans and Nikes. And then I do like Yeezys, but they're not my favorite. They're just, they're cool, you know. They're comfy. They're comfy, yeah. yeah. I've never owned a pair of uh, Jordans or Yeezys, so I don't know how comfortable they actually are. Yeah. A lot of people say that ones are not comfortable, but I think it's comfortable. Yeah, that's kind of sad. Ones are ones and fours are the only models of Jordans I would actually kind of want. Mm -hmm. I just like the silhouettes of them. Yeah, the ones are you know, like classic. You know, like kind of like if you think ones. of if you think of Jordans, you think of the ones. Yeah, know? you're not thinking of like the Jordan twos or Jordan threes. Yeah. You might be yeah. thinking of like maybe Jordan elevens, like the Concords or some shit. Yep. But uh, I like the elevens and the ones. Most. I remember in uh in high school everyone would get like the pure money fours. Yeah, I never. So which one are those? They were just all white, and like they had a uh, hmm. old um like accessories like I don't remember like gold trim on it or some shit. But I remember those were popular in high school. Yeah, I don't like fours that are white, or at least all white. Yeah, you know, like primary and secondary mm -hmm. white. I do like the military blues. Fours. Those are nice. My favorite fours are the cause fours. Because they're like gray and they look really. Which one? The cause fours. You remember those? I don't. I'm not. I'm, I don't really consider myself a sneakerhead because I don't know everything about it. You know? I don't know anything just, either. I just know more than like the average yeah, Joe. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That, that's how I consider myself a sneakerhead. I have shoes that are bad stock and that I don't wear and they're just resell and that I look at like, mm -hmm. I have things that people would say I'm the sneakerhead for but yeah, I'm not like the same. biggest sneakerhead I mean I own a lot of shoes you know so people will be like oh yeah let me ask him about shoes I don't know shit about shoes I just know what I know you know I know the basics you know I know what I like that's what it is like if I like the shoe I'm gonna get it that's you know yeah. that, that's how it, I've always been I would hate getting a pair of shoes just to try to force a fit with it. What was the process like? What was the creative process of making the album? Like, were you sad the whole time? Like, you said there was no. parts of you <clears throat> killing <That's>... people. <laughs> were you more like hyped up then? <laughs> nah, to be honest, it all just. It all just comes like. I don't. It's not really planned much. You know, it's just like, yes, when I'm making an album. I gotta, I gotta kind of organize, like, yes, I gotta make some heartbreak songs and maybe one or two love songs or whatever. Mm -hmm. And a little bit more, like, murder music, only because people like that shit. Yeah. And uh, it's not, so just so the whole album is not fucking depressing, you know? Okay. So a little mix of everything. So that's that's the only thing I, I plan, like, yeah, make some music that aren't heartbreak, because heartbreak is my primary uh, genre, or, mm -hmm. you know, sound. So, yeah. That's, yeah, and then the rest, I just find a song, find a beat, I like it, and then the melody comes, and put in words, and, or sometimes, it, my writing process is, is, like, different all the time, it's just, like, sometimes I think of something, like, or how I really feel personally, and I'm just like, oh, I kind of want to make this a bar, and I make it, and yeah. it makes another song grows from there, but, uh, some songs are just freestyle, not, like, off the top freestyle because I suck at that. I do not do that. <laughs> but my freestyle is like I have a melody and then I come up with a bar and then like the next bar is kind of like a freestyle. Like let, let me think of a quick bar to rhyme it and it just goes, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so in Bipolar Love, I, it's not called Bipolar Love 1. It's just Bipolar, bipolar Love. Yeah. 
uh, you have a song called Introverted Star. Introvert. You have a song. You have a song called Introverted Star. Uh, yes. You started off by saying, "Introduce you to the forty tucked in my jeans." <laughs> yes. What type of jeans do you think are best for like having tucked in forties? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, jeans is jeans. If you have a belt, it holds it better. So it's not. I mean, I don't. I don't think it depends on the jeans. Like jeans is just jeans. It's gonna hold it up no matter what if you have a belt on or not. Is the belt key? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't yes. know this. That, that's good to know. The belt is key. The belt I, uh, is key. I made a pair of pants for for one of my friends so that he can like put his uh, nine millimeter in it. Mm-hmm. And I went over and took the dimensions of it and made like a little pocket by his like nuts. Oh, okay. That's and uh, he sometimes like is able to pull it out, but uh, we had to rearrange like how it holds the uh, like obviously it's like L shaped. So we uh, had I did it straps. I just lengthened one of the straps on it so then it was more loose for him to pull it out i would think the belt would make it so then it's like tight to pull out because of that yeah. <laughs> but maybe it's different because like it's partially like out while mm. with the shorts that i customized it was all the way in his crotch mm. oh okay, okay yeah it makes sense then Okay. It's hard to get out when it's all the way in there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> they were like a big pair of cargo pants that, like, somewhat fit him big and shit. So he was able to, like, stuff things in. Yeah, it's, it's easier to hold when the handle is, you know, out. Yeah. The handle kind of helps hold it, you know? Okay. So I would also think it's easier to just, like, pull yeah. out. Because you're not yeah, trying to it. go over and fiddle, fucking taking <laughs> off your belt. Yeah. And everything. Shit, we already talked about. So Jordan is your favorite sneaker brand? What would, or Nike, what would be your overall favorite clothing brand? Probably Ralph Lauren. Ralph Lauren? Ralph Lauren, yeah. Okay, what do you, do you have a grill? Is it like a Ralph, is your grill a Ralph Lauren to you? My, fa- like, my fit is usually, like, casual. It's nothing, nothing crazy, so I like just wearing the plain white polo, uh, polos and shit. Well, not polos, but, yeah, but Ralph Lauren's polo Ralph Lauren's. But uh yeah, I like the plain whites or or black, maybe just they hella comfy to me and they look good, so Okay. What got you into Ralph Lauren? Mm, I don't know. I I I don't I really don't know. I probably just heard it in the song and I was like, ah shit, let me buy it <laughs> And okay. then when I bought it and I wore it, it I liked it, it felt nice. And after that I just kept buying it. Would you say like music has a more of an influence on your fashion than your fashion sense having an influence on your music? Mm, I don't know. I don't. Or do they not like even like, intermingle at all? I don't. I don't know. I don't know if music actually influences my fashion because, I, like I said, I like what I like. Yeah. Like you know the music I hear, they talk about all these other brands that I don't like. You know, like I. If I like it, I like it. If I don't, I don't, you know? Okay. Like, they say Balenciaga. I don't like Balenciaga, but they say that in there, like, damn, every song, you know? Yeah. A lot of people have, like, uh, been going against Balenciaga because uh-huh. of, uh, they, they recently did a photo shoot with a little girl. I don't know the exact details, but I believe the little girl was done doing photos, like, in the photo shoot where they had a bag in the collection that was a teddy bear. So, it kind of made sense for, like, I'm not saying it made sense for them to do it, but it can kind of make sense of how they would pair the teddy bear backpack with the little girl, but the teddy bear backpack is a BDSM styled backpack. And uh, people have went over and looked deeper into Balenciaga and, like, other photo shoots and things like that. And then they've also found, like, other subliminal, like, child predator type Mm -hmm. shit. So a lot of people have been getting rid of like their triple S's and just throwing them away or burning them. Damn, I didn't hear about that. No. Oh, shit! I didn't. I, I didn't walk with them from the start. You know, like that's <laughs> good shit, bro. You safe. You yep. safe. <laughs> <laughs> well, how does this album differ from uh, your other previous albums? Oh. I have drill type beats in there. 
You have drill type beats? First time ever drill type beats in it. And it's not like is is I have I don't know if I should spoil it, but then you know I have a drill I have a couple drill songs, oh drill beats that aren't like help aren't hype, you know, it's it's sad. It's heartbreaking songs on a drill beat. I I just found that uh a little different, you know. Some sad drill beat songs. Yeah, you just got you got here, man. It's go crazy. Okay. <laughs> um, what's your favorite track off the album? That's tough. That's tough. I like "Die for You." Die for you. Yeah, but that's a that's a single. Like, I dropped it. Uh, when I dropped it, October last year, twenty twenty two. And uh, about "Love Two, which "Die for You" is a single in there. Bipolar Love 2 is coming out on February 10th. So there's a little gap, long time period, you know, a little yeah. gap. But shit. I'm, I'm a busy man. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been working on this album since uh, October or prior? Yeah, prior. Okay. I've been working on it. Like, damn near after I, I dropped my last album, after the fall. Like, I'm, I'm just constantly. Little by little, whatever I, whatever time I have like, that I have for music, I'll put it, you know, put it to use. Mm -hmm. Record, either record or write. Just working on music. Yeah. <laughs> Constantly. Do you, like, stay uh, interactive with your fan base or anything like that? Yes. Like, whatever, whatever they tell me they like, I try to, you know, help them out by giving them content that they like. Uh, like a fan said, he, he, I didn't have lyrics for my last album, After the Fall, and he he said, uh, are you going to have lyrics for it? Because I, uh, I want to understand what you're saying because sometimes I can't catch what you said. And then I was like, oh shit, like people actually want the lyrics, so let me put time out of my hands and actually put the lyrics up. I do that, uh, yeah. Well, that's cool. What song was it for? Uh, it was the whole album for After the Fall. Oh, yeah? My last album, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it was on it. The lyrics are up now, so. Do you have lyrics up for all your songs? Like, after that? Or there's still, like, your first album um, that you have to do with? Yeah, I have lyrics for every song now, besides uh, my first, first album. Mm -hmm. I just kind of... Uh, don't care about it. <laughs> <laughs> that album was my like my trial album, you know what I mean? So it was like it was just me finding my sound at yeah. the time, you know. Just your prototype, I guess. Yeah, that's when I first started new music, so I, I wasn't the best. But I felt like I kind of mastered my craft. Now. <laughs> yeah. How would you say your music's evolved since then? I feel like delivery for once. Because I'm more confident now, and I feel like I feel like everything I record down there sounds good. <laughs> I don't know if I'm being cocky or just you know confident in myself, but I feel like it sounds good. It sounds way better than a lot of people that's out there right now that's doing big numbers. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like it evolved from bars also, and uh, not just like bars, bars, but it's like. I format it in a better way instead of a corny way type shit. Uh, I think that's about it. Probably more, but I can't think of it off the top of my head right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, your mixing has definitely gotten a lot better. Oh, yeah, that's From it. what I <laughs> listened to. Yeah, mixing, to know. mixing got way better for sure. My mixing. Well, how do you stay motivated to like continuously put out sad music? Because that doesn't seem like the most motivational, motivating thing to <clears throat> be putting out there to be doing. So the thing is, when I was into like into my fucking like when I when I was heartbroken or sad, you know, uh, I had music out there that that connected to me. You know what I mean? So I was, yeah. because before I didn't even listen to like sad music like that, and then for some reason I. I, it just kind of like, I liked it. I liked the song. I, I don't know. I just slowly got into it 
not knowing why, but now that I know, now I know because I was sad myself, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, I felt like since I connected with that, and it made me feel a little better, you know, so I feel like if if I if I keep doing it, maybe maybe I you know other people that are sad or are going through a heartbreak or whatever, uh, they might hear my song and be like, hmm, I'm not alone, you know, because you are not alone. Yeah. Everybody go through some shit. Yeah, I remember when I was, like, in high school, I would always listen to Flo Peep or Juice World, always on some sad shit. I don't know why. And looking back on it, I was always, like, I didn't have anything to really be sad about, but I just enjoy being sad in that state. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I that's the thing. I didn't listen to no sad music. I was listening to like Big Sean, J. Cole, Drake, mm -hmm. you know, like Kanye. Like they weren't doing no like hella heartbreak song. I was listening to Kid Cudi, but I didn't realize it was like sad music because it wasn't like I don't know, I just liked the vibe of it. Mm -hmm. But ever since I got older and experienced some more shit, I actually listened to what they say and shit. Uh I realized that Kid Cudi do make Sad music. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. He's just not constantly crying about it. He's like, yeah. ah! <laughs> or however the fuck he goes, man. Yeah, or then, I'm like, every... <laughs> That's what you see. Even, even, <laughs> even, uh, even, you know, artists now, like, like that mainly do sad music or whatever, mm -hmm. uh, they, they have songs that aren't sad because they, they can't just have all sad music gotta have more content, you know, more different content yeah. for other other uh, fans, because you, you can have fans that like it, but then they want to hear other shit too, you know? Yeah, they don't want to just continuously listen to exactly. it. Like, little Peep and Juice WRLD got, like, yeah, exactly, exactly, for example. But uh, they're known for exactly. shit. Yep. Juice WRLD, Rob Lay, Kid Cudi, Lil Peep, they all have, they all known for their sad shit. I don't listen to Boys. But yeah, I, I know him for off of his last album for being inside. I listen to Broadway. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people don't, but <laughs> shit. I'd be too proud of him. <laughs> Maybe there's like a lot of people out there that just aren't proud to listen to Broadway. Yeah, I mean, I listen to Big Closet Blackboard fans. Blackboard <clears throat> fans, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't care. I listen to what I listen to. I'm not ashamed of what I like, you know? Yeah, I hate to be ashamed of what the fuck I listen to. Then it's like you're just like you, those are the words that you're putting in your own head, and you don't even like yeah. want to show people that that's what you're listening to. Yeah, but I mean, I have moments where it's like I don't care if they know that I listen to that shit. It's just like sometimes like I don't want them to think I'm sad because I'm listening to this because I'm not sad. I just like the song. Yeah. So I'll, I'll just like let me change to more upbeat song just so they don't like question me. You know? mm -hmm. But I'm not ashamed of. I don't care if they know that I listen to it. It's just, I don't want them conversating like, are you sad? You know, like, no, I just have it on, like, type shit, you know? Yeah, it's I don't just know. in my playlist, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's just in my playlist, but you get off my neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, facts. So. Okay. Do you have, like, uh, your own individual playlist for, like, what type of mood you're in? Or I just have it all in one, uh, one big ass library. I just shuffle it. Whatever comes on, comes on. Because I like them all. <laughs> You're crazy. I have a whole fucking Christmas playlist, and this year I stole someone else's Christmas playlist and threw it in my Christmas playlist. Now, my whole, whenever I try to go through my whole library, every five songs, there's one Christmas song in it, bro. And it pisses me the fuck off. <laughs> nah, I, I just. Yeah, I mean, like, if, it, if, it, if a song come on and it's kind of like. Like, kind of like ruining your mood or whatever, then I just, I just next. Next thing into a song that I feel like listening to comes on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not that organized. <laughs> just have it all in one. I feel like if you make playlists where like certain genres, I think it's too much work. You know what I mean? Like it's doing too much. There's too many damn songs. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're fucking hard, bro. Yeah. Uh, we stay organized with how you, uh, with your own music and shit. So how do you stay? You said you stay organized with how your creative process of what songs you need to make. How do you organize the track playlist? Do you go off of the same like uh, like there's a chunk of sad songs, a chunk of uh, murder music, and 
is the uh, is basically the uh, tournament or where it's the if you watch the Boruto movie, Boruto. it's the fucking same section like forty seven or through sixty something episodes is like just the chunk of the movie. All episodes before that is like them doing like school, which is lame as shit. It's like slice of life. I guess that's kind of like how Naruto was. No, there was a lot more violence and like beating up in Naruto. Like they went to school and shit, yeah, but there was a lot more violence, like uh, more action. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see. It's also weird though. Kabuto uh, has like a whole orphanage. Kabuto. Kabuto. Like he had glasses on. He like sometimes will illuminate fire. Yeah, uh, at some point he went over and then Shippuden, uh, sorry for spoiling this, but at some point Kabuto tried to like, uh, betray Orochimaru and, uh, took the snake power of him, and, and he got crazy, bro, and then, uh, someone beat the fuck out of Kabuto, I think it was, uh, Sasuke beat the fuck out of Kabuto. Kabuto sounds so familiar, I'm yeah. pretty sure I know him when I see him, but. When, when we go inside, bro, I can, I can go in and like show you the mangas and like I can show you like an OG photo of Kabuto, bro. Uh, um, so you're a big Dragon Ball Z fan? Who's your favorite character? Vegeta. Vegeta? Yeah, I guess so. I fucking Vegeta so hard. I'll be, I'll be, I do be getting mad because you know he be getting his ass whooped by Goku every time, but when he comes back within yeah. like a few weeks. You gotta, you gotta respect what he be doing though. He be kicking Goku's ass. Kicking Goku's ass, it's just Goku always have a hidden power. <laughs> yeah, he's constantly pushing himself. He's like, bro, man, you can't beat me. I'll, I'll come back. Spoiler alert. Skip ten seconds if you don't want to hear it. But Vegeta won. Vegeta won the last fight they fought. He won. <laughs> I think it was the uh. Was it the bro? No, it was. Oh, it was the Gohan movie. The Gohan movie it showed Vegeta won. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's like fighting whole ass aliens and exactly. like going out of going to outer space and fighting exactly. gods and shit. Like he could just flick a strongest man on earth and they will fucking die type shit. But compared to the other fighters, he's not 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 even near strong. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I uh, I don't know. I felt like I felt like the newer movies they kind of kind of like kick Krillin to the, to the side, like made him hella weak and shit. Yeah. I mean, he is weak. It's just like they made him. They 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 put it out there. You know what I mean? They're like, basically made Krillin give up fighting and shit. Like, it it sucks. He's a family man. man. Yeah, he is a family man, but still, like, <laughs> he ain't strong compared to the other fighters. Like, don't disrespect him like that, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey. He's out there saving the world and shit. I didn't know. But Piccolo, I felt like they made him too strong. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think Namekians could be that strong. I don't think they were supposed to be that strong. But Dragon Ball the new ones, yeah. They made him hella strong. Hella strong. I remember, he used to kind of. I don't know. I felt like he was always like mid. He wasn't. Yeah, he was always like mid. Like he would just hold it down for a second. Actually, you know. Yeah, like he wasn't like past like Krillin or Yamcha, but like. He wasn't no. Nah, he was he was stronger than them. Yeah, that's what I'm but, saying. But yeah, he, yeah, but yeah. even like Gohan, after like he was a team, fucking could beat the fuck out of Piccolo. I think exactly Piccolo. He was always like, yeah, he was always like he's strong enough to hold it down, but then he wasn't strong enough to defeat the opponent type shit. But he would hold it down just in time for Goku to come because that nigga's always late for some fucking reason. <laughs> but he's training, bro. That's why he's better. <laughs> like fuck being on time I'm gonna show up late as fuck after everyone's <laughs> beat the shit and I'll show up fashionably strong gonna show up when everybody's <laughs> dead his friends are dead and shit yeah <laughs> but who cares if they die right they go you got the dragon ball oh god he's done that since like day one nah. bring anyone back 
Okay, so if you were to do like a sneaker collab, would it, who would it be with? Tough. Uh, I'd probably go with like probably off white or some shit. Off white? What's up? Just because. I feel like my image is just like, you know what I mean? Like, if I collab with Off White or, or some kind of designer brand, it's just right. Like, it just goes with me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a big Jordan fan, but if I make my own Jordan, nobody's still gonna buy it. You know what I mean? Like, probably some, but then it's not like, it's not gonna go crazy like the, like the original Jordans already. You know yeah, I mean? have the Jordan name before. Exactly. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Exactly. Like, uh, I mean, I think Drake collabed with Jordan. Yeah. I don't know if people buy his shit, though. Like, yeah, but his shit's just, like, it's, white. But it's Drake, though. Wow. It's, it's Drake, so they probably do buy it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Travis Scott, dude. He do be doing numbers with Jordan. Crazy. Everyone buys the Travis Scott's. Same Travis Scott's. Not. Yeah, true. Jordan's. People say. No one says the Drake's shooting, they say the OBO's or whatever the fuck number it is. I don't know, I might have to do Jordan. (laughs) I might have to do Jordan's then. Would it be like, if it's off white, you would probably like a Jordan off white, you know? It's probably Jordan off white. You'd be like, yay. (laughs) The Sazy Jordan off white is cool. Yeah. I like the the sound of that. (laughs) Got a good ring to it, huh? What kind of party did you do? Huh? Ones for sure. Ones for sure. I like ones are my favorite. So. Yeah. Who say nasty? <laughs> ah, shit. Uh. <laughs> say nasty is a uh, little joke we came up with. It was, uh, I don't really remember how it came up. I just remember uh, I think Slayer is the one who created that name. But I don't remember the reason why, but like every time, I think, I don't know. But then like it became a joke now because like, I don't want to put too much info out there. But uh, I, uh, let me try to, <laughs> let me try to explain it in a way where I don't expose myself. <laughs> I'm, uh, all right, all right, so uh, in bed, I don't have much limits. You know what I mean? Like I'm into a lot of shit that doesn't involve my boogie hole, obviously. But yeah, I'm into it, whatever. Like, if the shorty wants to to do something crazy, I I might do it. You know, if it don't, if it if it don't involve my booty hole, I might do it. You know, but I be joking around like I would let a bitch piss on me or some shit. You know, like <laughs> or I would piss on her or or I'll suck her toes or something. Like I don't know, I, I'm just a freak. So they so they be like, oh, that's a nasty. You know. Like, I don't know. I don't remember the origin of it. I just know Slayer gave me that name. But that's say nasty, I guess. I'm saying nasty. Say <laughs> nasty. Have a favorite aphrodisiac. What what is that? It's a chemical or drug that goes over and stimulates sexual arousal. Oh, I do not. Um, I mean alcohol makes me horny. <laughs> yeah. okay. So. I, I guess alcohol, like, weed doesn't, I, I don't like, weed is not a good sex drug for me, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, you but, just be, like, hella faded in bed, like, oh. uh, I, I, I just feel like it's too slow, like, my mind is moving too slow, like, I don't know. When I'm fucking, I feel slow, you know, like, mm-hmm. I could be going fast, it just feels slow. I'm off when I'm off the you know the henny, I go crazy, you know. Say nasty. <laughs> Anything is possible, bro. Anything is possible. Oh yeah, and I last longer when I'm off the henny. I could last hours. Might be too long for some girls, you know. Yeah. You be having like water breaks and sessions like that? <laughs> no, we we drink water after. <laughs> Water after, but I'm saying like in the middle. In the middle of it, yeah. Nah. Like you just be. Oh, I did a couple times before. I think it's just 
it wasn't like a joke thing though. It was just like I don't remember actually. I was like I think I was just fucking. I was like, oh, let me grab some water. Real quick. Go back and just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm an avid believer in like water breaks, bro, because like it gives me minutes to like not come and like walk, <laughs> get water and then like I hydrate and I'm like, oh, bro, I'm ready to like go back. And I just I feel like if I take too long of a pause, I lose it. I gotta keep going, bro. Cause if, if I get soft, it's gonna be awkward, you know. But you can't come back with the water soft. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, yeah, that hasn't happened. I would never thought about that. I mean, I guess it's like a fear, cause it never happened. Like me, you know, pausing to get water and then come back and I'm soft. But yeah. it's just the thought of me taking a little break. Even if it's like five, ten seconds, come back. It's possible you could get soft, and I don't want that to happen. It kills the whole movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got you. I do get that. I sometimes feel awkward, bro, because like I'll be going at it, bro, and then I'm like, and then, like I'll just stop off a while and be like, do you want any water? Like I'll ask the female if she wants any water, right? And then um, she'll probably say yeah, because going at it all yeah. the time. and then like I seem like a hero I go <laughs> come back with the water bruh I'm just sipping it bruh man that was damn near that's damn near equivalent to female making a sandwich after bruh <laughs> yeah but I'm, I'm coming back with the water and going right back into it oh I'm rehydrating see that's her the thing if you, so that she can go longer and I can go longer if I was to take a break like that like leave the room to get water you know and come back it's done I'm soft now. Like, <laughs> I'm soft now. Nah, like, my water break is just gonna be like, stop real quick, grab some water, or, like from the side of the bed or, you know, the counter or something. Like, yeah. You know, just stop real quick, drink, you want some? Damn, that's it. No longer. Because once when I leave the room, <laughs> my dick is soft, bro. I, I don't know how you keep it up. Unless you're off the tail, then it's different, I guess. But, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. That's an aphrodisiac, you know? So, like, that's similar to the rhinos? Yeah, I would consider those. I never, I never tried it. I ain't gonna lie. I never tried any sex pills or uh, what is it called? Honeys? Honey Royal or some shit? I never tried it. I should, though. <laughs> <laughs> then you can get water breaks. <laughs> then I can get more water breaks, right? For <laughs> <laughs> my benefit, the female, you know? Yeah, because I come back and I'm still stiff. <laughs> Like I was saying, that's you're my hero. They're still hard. They're still hard. Is that a 40 texting your jeans? Damn. Hello, baby. It is 40. 40 inches. Shit. That's too much. 40 inches. Uh, What would be one of your challenges you've had in your music career? There's a lot of challenges when you do music. I think the number one is getting uh, getting the right exposure. That's damn it. The number one challenge for everybody, I feel like. Uh, when, you, when, you just, when you're just trying to come up, you know? Don't come up. You're trying to be something coming from nothing, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, that's going to be your number one challenge, getting that exposure, especially when you don't have connections don't know any connections, you don't know any other people that knows artists or shit like that, you just, that's going to be your toughest challenge. And you could be talented and shit like that, but you might, you, you just won't get the, the exposure. That is probably my number one. Another one is uh, mastering my mixing. I'm still learning now, and it's been what four years. It's a long time, and I'm still learning. I'm, I'm not even a professional, you know. Like it gets the job done, but it ain't professional. Any twenty years worth of experience. Yeah, it ain't industry yeah. quality is just good enough, you know. But yeah, those two were my challenges. I had writer's block before. Uh, I don't think it was like a huge challenge compared to the other. That is so. <laughs> but that's about it, I feel like. 
points I get like not writer's block because I don't write music or anything, but uh, I get like a creativity block whenever I want to go over and design pants or some shit. But um, kind of like you, I only will make like really grunge or like dark, sad aesthetic pants. Like, uh, or I'll buy shit that's like really sad looking. Like, uh, I used to have this pleasures hoodie that had a real sad teenage love story on it. Mm. It was just down the sleeve. I can't remember the fucking like whole poem off the top of my head, but shit like that. Oh, it was like written poems? Yeah, it was uh, embroidered on the sleeve. Oh, that's clean. Like, uh, it would go like. I get the whole exposure part because it's such a saturated ass market with like anyone can do it you're able to do it uh, if I had FL Studios or some shit not saying I could do anything as good as you but I could like upload something and then absorb someone's like time and then they'll be like scroll past it and then like because of the so many shit people it's harder for to actually like, recognize good talent in uh, such a saturated market. Yeah, and the, the issue nowadays is if you if you don't have like a name, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like numbers too, like they gonna look at you and they be like, oh, I don't know him. Swipe. Even even though even though you can sound hella good, they don't they don't they don't invest the time to follow or actually go check it out talent because they know that they don't know you, you know, yeah. like you don't have a name or they even, even like if they like it like, oh that's not nice, they will click on your profile and see a small number of followers like, they won't go past it it's because the numbers, you know, the small numbers Yeah, that's an issue that's like it's hard to grow, you know what I mean, like it's hard to grow when, when you're starting from little uh, especially when you don't have any connections or help, you know? Yeah. Because I'm literally doing everything by myself and have no manager or, like, anybody to help promote my shit, you know what I mean? Like, except friends and shit, but, like, actual uh, people with that could get you places. What is that, like, a and or I don't know, but, yeah. Manager? Yeah, manager, basically. Yeah, manager will manage anything like that, so. <laughs> Manager, if you get enough manager, hopefully they'll like be able to expose you or yeah, at least get exactly. you people that can. But right now, yeah, I'm focused on so much things, it's like it's kind of hard, you know? Yeah. And you know, I gotta work and shit, so that takes all the time. And uh, paying my bills because I, you know, I got investing in yourself is hard too because when you have hella bills, it's kind of hard to have the time, uh, the money into. Uh, videos like you know, music videos and shit because nowadays they be taxing on that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't sell drugs, so. <laughs> That's honorable. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make my money legally. <laughs> so, uh, you mentioned that you work and so you have like a, a regular person life. How do you, uh, yeah. how do you balance the two? How do you balance, like, um, Kid Sazy, the musician, and, like, Kid Sazy, the, the working man? Uh, well, the days I work, I'm working, and uh, the days I'm not, I'm Kid Sazy, <laughs> basically. Uh, obviously, uh, job, jobs could be tiring, so me, personally, I do, like, get rest, you know, and time alone and shit, uh, just for myself. So, uh, you know, away from music and everything else. So that does make it harder too. And also I need to put in best time into my family too. Cause I do got a big ass family. <laughs> uh, and then I got time for recording or making, you know, making music. And then I got, I, I need to put time into like hanging out with my friends or going out and doing uh, like performing or some shit, you know? Yeah. Shit like that is a lot of time. It's kind of like you gotta manage it, you know. So I only have so much time. You know? mm-hmm. Constantly juggling the, all of that sounds like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. If I if I had more time, I could like 
whole bunch of music, you know? Yeah. Especially, I feel like if I had a studio, I feel like I would be more motivated to keep recording and shit. Yeah. Even if it sucks, then try shit, try, try a different song, you know? Yeah. But at least you have songs that are more confident, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, if going out, not uh, like a home studio is one thing to have, it's all convenient, but yeah. I feel like you'd get like so distracted. Yeah, in comparison facts. to um, going over to like a whole different building, yeah. going into like a room that you rent out, or like if you're renting the building that's like whatever, then if you're re- you're going to the building you're renting out. Yeah, you're going for your for that. Yeah. yeah, I feel like yeah, when you're there, it's like you're on a mission type shit, and then yeah. you have a goal of like completing the album for the day. And you're just not even looking outside. Yeah, it's like it's kind of like it's kind of like a job, you know. Like when you go to work, you're there to work. You know, you're not even thinking of home stuff where there's not there's not much distractions unless you're working from home you know yeah but it's kind of like that like i feel like we go to the studio you just you're there for the studio and you're not thinking of anything else but if you're at home you know that's your comfort zone you get tired you get lazy you know you feel like you just want to lay down or something i feel like that's more distracting uh before when i when i didn't have uh the setup i have now it was really like it was really hard to get work, but then because like it felt too much like home, so I've made my room into like a more more studio vibe with like LED lights and you know shit like that. Yeah. But uh, the fucking acoustic wall panels and shit. Uh, so it it does feel more better when I record, but still it is in my room. My bed is there. to the studio I feel like I'll make a lot of music. Would you ever like want to get your own studio then? Or yes, definitely. Uh that's when uh money money start coming in. For sure my house is gonna have a, a, a actual studio in it. Not just my bedroom studio. It's yeah. gonna be a room dedicated like built into a studio for sure. But I feel like it's still in your home, even though it is a studio and you go inside, it feels like a studio. I feel like you're not going to want to always go in there <coughs> because you're at home, you know? Yeah. So I'm probably still going to go to the studio. It's just that studio is there if I need it. Like, but you know, like if you're late at night, just laying in bed, something creative thoughts go crazy at night, right? It's like, oh shit, I got a studio. Run to the studio record, you know? Yeah, I'm going Rather than fucking running down a few blocks or a few miles, yeah, you gotta go to the you studio. Lose, man. You lose that shit quick, <laughs> man. Like the creative, like thoughts at night is crazy, but then you can lose it quick, bro. Like you just drive somewhere and bam, that shit gone. Yeah, they come just <laughs> fast, or they go just fast to come. Shit. Yeah, like sometimes, like when I when like like Hassan has the equipment, and I'm just like at home, like damn, I'm so like I'm so in the in the zone right now. I, I hit him up, like, hey, I'm finna pick it up, pick it up, by the time I'm on my way home, it's gone, bro, like, damn, I don't want to set it up no more, it's just crazy, bro. You ever use, like, uh, your voice memos or anything like that to capture shit like that? Yeah, uh, if I have a melody, a good melody that I feel like is good, I uh, record my voice, uh, just, to, just so I don't lose that, uh, that melody, but still, sometimes I don't record it and I lose it, so... There's a lot of uh, potential uh, number one songs out there that's just gone. It's not out there, obviously, because I didn't get it out there. But it was in my head. Number one songs, damn near, probably. I don't know. But shit, at least it's gone. <laughs> could have been, man, could have been number one song. But I don't have to record it. Yeah. How many, uh, how many songs do you record for making your project? you record like a bunch of like say 40 30 songs and then trim it down or like 20 songs and then you trim it down or do you just like write a specific amount of songs because if you have creative thoughts going you just like when that happens you're like oh it's a sad song and you check off that checklist or do you just throw that it's like its own whole ass different category it depends like because <clears throat> i have songs where it's like like oh i know for sure oh this one on the project but then there's, there's, there could be a song where it's like, mm, this one could be on the 
like someone or something. Type shit. So I probably probably have like let's say if it's like a ten track album, I probably have like fourteen. Not much more, but I don't know, probably have like fourteen, maybe thirteen. And then uh pick one that goes well with the project. Uh yeah, but I mean like I've all, I've always had songs that I don't finish anyways in the fucking boat, you know. Yeah. But I don't I don't count them as songs because they're not finished. They're just like ideas. Yeah, they're just ideas basically. Like probably come up with like four bars and never went back to it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's about it. What's your favorite album you think? App? Yeah. Instagram, I guess. That's great. I mean, that's probably the most used app I have on my phone. I don't really have favorite apps. Instagram, I guess. I don't. I don't. I don't use TikTok. I don't use Snap. I don't use other social media shit. Oh, YouTube. YouTube, my favorite. Let's say YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. You be watching all YouTube videos? Yeah. Yo, kills time. It kills time. I wear casual colors and like regular clothes, like black hoodie, you know, go with it. And I don't know, I think it go with anything. So my bird lemon is probably my most worn out of that with this one, but I only wear this one a lot because it's my favorite, obviously. Yeah. But I think I wear my bird lemons more. Are there any collaborations on the album? Yes. I have uh, obviously the Deviant Boys. Got to have them on the album. And I had I had Tay on the album Tay too dreadful. Y'all know him, check him out. I forgot his Instagram name, but <laughs> y'all can find it through my page. He's tagging me. Feel my post. It'll be right here. <laughs> It'll be right here. Yeah. I don't remember my handles. So. It's but, Young Tay, isn't it? I think it's Young Tay. Is it? Yeah, I think. It's, it's, right, it's right here. It's right here, bro. Like, it's right here, bro. <laughs> but yeah, I have Tay on there on a song, uh, and I have I have uh, Lil Slayer and John Cody in one song together with us three. Man. Oh my God, the cat collapsed. Huh. So you mentioned you have a song with the DBS boys. At one point, you guys released like a whole album. Yeah. Right. Do you guys like plan on ever doing something like that again? Like you even had a someone named Zay. <laughs> uh, he's re- he's a retired rapper, I guess. Gotta do that. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, uh, the idea came. Uh, I think uh, I think Slayer said DBS tape again or part two or some shit. Uh, I I was down for. It. I was like, yeah, let's do it. Um, whether he was playing or not, he was most likely not playing. Like, I'm pretty sure he was just throwing the idea out there. Yeah. I said I'm, I said I was down, but it just never, never happened because we're all working on, on our own projects and shit. And it was a busy ass year, 2022. Everybody was working on their projects, projects back to back. That's it's crazy. We had Welcome to Slaughter Side. We had Heart of Goliath, <laughs> and then we had. Okay, after after the fall, oof, like damn, there's just so much projects, you know, like, and then I have bipolar love too, in, in the new year, including my music video too. Yeah. Are we doing performances too? Oh yeah, we were doing performances. Yeah. It was a busy year, so we didn't really have much time to record a tape. Okay. Do you guys uh? You said there's like a vault. Do you guys like have uh? 
how those songs is going together that are never going to see the light of day that might be on a DBS tape? I, I, don't, I don't think so, but yes, we do have songs in the vault. Uh, it's always something. Is there the reason why we never released them? It's most likely because one of the person didn't like their verse or they never finished it and we didn't agree. Like, we didn't, we didn't all, uh, we weren't satisfied with this track type shit. Uh, we don't, we don't let, we don't put it out. But, yeah. Yeah, there's songs in a boat that aren't ever coming out. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they're ass. I'm pretty sure. Well, they have, actually, they have songs that are good, that I thought was good, but they didn't, they didn't, uh, they didn't drop it. Uh, well, I know the reason. Somebody retired. That's what I'm <laughs> <laughs> One of the artists on that song retires. It's like, like you'd be making shit that's like hella fire, like, it's hella, like, actually good, and then you listen to it, and you just don't want to publish it for personal reasons of some shit. Yeah. For me personally, insecurities. Because the song is just like, ah, that's, that didn't sound good. Or, you know, like, obviously, if I release it, maybe maybe somebody will like it. It's just, I feel like it's not up to my standard, you know? Yeah, you don't like it. Yeah, so I don't, don't like want to hear it. Yeah, I, I, I keep my standards high, so all the songs I drop, they have, I have to be content with it. Yeah. Oh, what is your most memorable moment in your? I, I think it's just positive feedbacks. I feel like, like I like that shit. You know, like when I put something on, cause I it's 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 my work, you know, my art out there. And when people actually look at it and they like it, and they're not just saying they like it because you know they know you or whatever, but they actually fuck with it. And, you know, like sometimes you can, you can tell. Like, I mean, unless they're a good ass actor. Sometimes I try to read it, they be bullshitting or not. But I feel like they they, they genuinely fuck with it. So that's what I like. I like the feedbacks. That's probably the most uh, memorable moment of being an artist. Shit, that camera's gonna be dying soon. So I gotta just hit you with um, these rapid fire questions. Alright. Are you ready? Yeah. They're in no particular order, so just be ready. What's your favorite accessory? Uh, my watch, I guess. My watch? Sandals? With socks or without socks? With socks. With socks? With socks. <laughs> Are you a uh, feet or butt guy? Feet or butt? Yeah, fuck boobs, bruh. That's just so overrated. <laughs> feet or butt? Man, she better have some cute toes, bruh. She better have some cute toes. Fuck the ass, bruh. Oh, <laughs> um, boneless wings or bone-in wings? Bone-in. Bone. Actually... Damn, I'm gonna get fired on this. But when I eat in public, I don't like to get my hands dirty. So I eat boneless sometimes. Okay. But bone in are the best. What say nasty signature pose? <laughs> or position? Position? Uh, oh yeah. shit. Uh. Alright, wait. Is it is it like my favorite sex position? Yeah, what's your favorite position? I say nasty. Because you can't say it right now. I have two. I, I like back shots. Back shots. And then uh, I like the uh, reverse cowgirl. Okay. Who's your future wife? Uh, she don't know yet, but it's Janae Aiko. Janae Michael? Janae Aiko. Janae Aiko. Oh, okay. Yeah, Big Sean just there temporarily. It's just his turn right now. But in the end, it's going to be me and Jeanette. Sorry, Big Sean. But that kid is going to be, your kid is going to be my stepson. Or wait, it's a daughter. I don't know. Shit. I don't know if it's a It ain't my kid, so, you know, I don't give a fuck. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. What was your favorite track off the album? Or, like, favorite song making? This project, I have a lot of songs that not on this album that we're gonna make, but in this one, I don't know. Yeah. Let me look at the track list. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, okay, okay. Um, I feel like in Stone was fun. Let's check it out. It's on the album. In Stone. In Stone. Yeah. Okay. That one was probably one of the funnest. And True Love was pretty fun too. One on this uh, album. Check that out too. What would you want to have your face take away from this album? Like always, you know, getting out alone, like going through some sad shit, or you know, it, it don't gotta be heartbreak. It could be like, it only gotta be like relationship heartbreak. You know, it could be whatever. Like, like you're 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 just sad. You're you're depressed. Everybody got their reason to be depressed, you know. But yeah. just know you're not alone. You really aren't. I mean, everybody says that. It's corny. I said I don't know if it's corny, but it's 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 regular to to hear somebody say you're not alone, but you really aren't. Hopefully, when you hear my album, you could actually be like, okay, at least, at least I'm not fucked up, <laughs> depressed, like by myself. This guy, this guy's fucked up too. So, I don't know. we all fucked up, I guess. Fucked up. <laughs> we can be fucked up together. Bullshit. Well, that wraps it up for this episode of Kutori Corner. I'm still getting used to the name, right? Kutori Corner. Um, any last words to the fans? Audience? Uh, yes. Uh, follow me on Instagram, kids say the K I D D S A E Z Y. It's right here, I think. Uh, uh, check out my album, Bipolar Love 2, out on every, all streaming platforms. Uh, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, whatever y'all listen to. It's there. Look it up, kids say the Bipolar Love 2. Check out my old albums too. They go crazy. Check out Bipolar Love 1. That's probably my best work out there. My polo love too is uh, down there. Yeah, down there. My polo love after the fall. And uh, my polo love too are my best works. <laughs> but check my album out. That's about it. Good shit. Good shit. Um, yeah, that's it. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Couture Corner. For even more fashion insight or fashion-related content, be sure to check out my YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe, follow on your preferred podcast platform for the latest episodes, and stay smooth.